and welcome back to another episode of Dream Chasers here on Between Us Girls. I am your host, Michelle, and today I do have a guest. So I do have a guest, Chikata of The Wasted Witch, and she is here today to talk to us about The Wasted Witch and how she became The Wasted Witch, and we are going to get into our vibe, and we are going to embrace this beauty, and I'm so excited about this because she is actually the person who helped me when I began my shadow work. So I'm super excited about introducing her to you guys. So without further ado, welcome Chikata. Thank you. I am happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'm so honored. I'm so honored. So let's get into it. Um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and uh, what it is that you do? Okay. Um, my name is Chikata. I am 34, mom of two now, and I am a root worker, a medium, a diviner, um, spiritual guidance. Those are the things that, that bring me joy, particularly helping black women um, with those things. So that is why I created the Wasted Witch. Um, I also make waste beads on a very select basis at this point because I have a little newborn. Um, but I started the Wasted Witch definitely to help black women specifically. Okay. And I was actually going to ask you about beads because I need to get some. So whenever you're up to making some, I would love for you to bless me with that work. I would be happy to. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, so tell me a little bit about how you became this person or what the experience was that led you to start doing this work. So um, I have been a medium and known that I was since about two or three. Um, my mom would see me talking to an imaginary friend and just people around the house that she could not see and having conversations as if I was being replied to. Um, and she is a very, very Christian woman and tapped into spirit. So she could sense that something was there, but she could not see it. Um, and it scared her to death. She thought that I was going to be schizophrenic. So <laughs> she called my grandmother. Um, now, mind you, my grandmother was born in 1918, mm. so she was a sharecropper and grew up uh, down south in Mississippi, where the root worker was just as common as the pastor. Um, there wasn't a lot that was separate. My two-year-old has joined us. I see your tablet, baby. Thank you. Um, the momming doesn't stop. So anyway, <laughs> when I did have my oldest, I felt isolated. Um, because I had just been the single one, you know, have fun, party, whatever, like we do when we're young, right? Um, and then I didn't, I didn't really have anyone I could relate to. And becoming a mom reminded me of a lot of the things that my grandmother used to do as far as blessing my child and, you know, um, saying certain things over her and using natural remedies. And it was like, dude, I know all this stuff. <laughs> right. So, and I can do, you know, I have this gift, let me use it. As you know, growing up, I'm 34, so back in our day, you did not just say, oh, I can speak to dead folks. You know what I mean? You didn't just start talking about that. Right. But now it's a lot more accepted. People are starting to understand where we come from as far as our origins. And I was like, I can't be the only black mom. You know, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I cannot possibly be the only one that wants to learn more about this path. And I would love to share what I can share. That led me to create Candle Witches, which is a private space online, which is a safe space for Black women. Um, the group cannot be looked up, so we'll 
give some information at the end if someone's watching and would like to be a part of it it's private for that reason to keep us all safe um to keep us you know able to speak freely in a space without colonizers trying to infiltrate um and it just growing up the way that i did being super christian but still having a lot of root work and hoodoo being done as if it all goes together Mm -hmm. I knew I couldn't be the only one and I wanted to make sure that people that did not grow up that way and only grew up knowing what Christians were, were able to have some place to kind of talk that out without being judged about it. Yeah, I absolutely resonated with that because I grew up in the Catholic church. And even though like I found out too, like over the last year when I was doing all my shadow work and digging through myself and my history that my parents actually, my mom would draw the charts and my dad would read them for people, you know, astrology. So I felt drawn to that naturally. And now I'm studying my chart so that I can, you know, when I have clients come to me asking me what their purpose or their path is, I want to be able to say, okay, well, here's what your stars say. Because I feel like that's where I'm being drawn to. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. But because I didn't really know that about myself, I was kind of um, just using the cards or my intuition to tell them what I thought. So if I could really read the charts effectively, I could say, okay, boom, this is it for you. So Mm -hmm. just being in that group helped me to not feel crazy, to not feel weird. And to really, because I know, I know I told to share this with you that I just had wanted to be a better parent ultimately, because I was feeling so overwhelmed, single mom over here, you know, like trying to juggle all these things and just being introduced to you and that group really, really helped me so much. So like, I feel like that's one of the things, like when people become awakened, black women specifically, they start to feel like they are doing devil work instantly Mm -hmm. because of what we are taught growing up. So like, what would you say the most common misconception is about spirituality? that you see um the the most common word is demonic mm-hmm. um i have not met a root worker yet that proclaims to call on demons um that's you know what I mean? most of us who actually understand what demons really are um they're not what people think they are right they're not these crazy creatures from the depths of hell that are coming to suck your soul that's not really how things work right um, and people also you know, from the movies, right? Because they don't have any exposure to what we do, right? We understand Christianity because we've studied it pretty much from birth. We understand the Bible. So we can make educated comments and have educated discussions and not feel offended versus they have very, very little knowledge from like, you know, American Horror Story or something Mm -hmm. about what we do. And that's not really what it is at all. Um, you know what I mean? And people don't realize that a lot of the practices that they see in the church that are still alive and well today came from African spirituality. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. You know, um, I don't claim to necessarily be a Christian, but I believe in God and I have a healthy respect for all religions and beliefs across the world. There's no one right way. Right. It's about right for the individual. Yes. You know? Like, um, my, my granny was not evil. That's right. another word that comes up a lot, right? We're doing evil. We're mm-hmm. doing black magic. Right. Um, and people don't realize that a lot of those things are also rooted in racism. Mm. Speak on it. 
um, you know, just because we were able to help heal what a lot of times they could not. Mm-hmm. So now we're witches and right. we're evil. And even the term black magic comes from associating everything bad with black. Yeah. Right. And you're supposed to be a white light worker and mm-hmm. everything because light is supposed to be the best. When in all actuality, black encompasses all. That's not evil. Right. Right. We're not sitting up plotting on the next person's life. Most of us got into this because we want us to be better. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I'm trying to be my best self. All I want to do is change my mindset. Now all of a sudden here I am over here with these candles. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm reaching, you know, I'd have my daughter, you were trying to be a better person, you know, a parent. We're trying to be better for our kids and, mm-hmm. and heal old wounds. And what we were taught all our lives was not doing it. Right. It was not putting the responsibility on us to be responsible for our own healing. Mm-hmm. It was telling us to face the things that had happened to us versus glossing them over. Yes. You know, that's exactly right. Like, I feel like I just finished making my, uh, next podcast video but i was talking about how when i first started this journey i really thought that i was going to do some spells to banish my negative mindset no like you absolutely have to do work to do the healing because i mean it's coming from that place in you that is toxic you know what i'm saying but and this is going to lead me into the next question there is power in that darkness because that is where I learned all the things that I now know and can use as a light worker. Because if I hadn't had that experience, I would not be able to sit here and share with people about how to change or, you know, what they need to do. So how important is duality in what we do? Duality is everything, um, particularly from a root work point of view, right? The root worker, believes in nature the root worker believes in the power of nature and what we are given from mother earth that's what we work with right and our ancestors but a lot of it has is deeply rooted in straight up nature we have the sun and the moon mm-hmm. right there's a cycle and a process to everything how many many of us have gotten into house plants right how many of them go dormant for the winter and they look dead right and then right back when that sun comes out you need every bit of it all vibrations are necessary right um certain low frequencies in science are healed right so it doesn't mean that oh i'm angry oh i'm upset thank you baby you eat it um, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean that oh i'm upset i'm i'm, I'm feeling bad i'm vibrating low what you need is a low vibration in that time mm-hmm. right I can be vibrating high and be righteously angry. Yeah. We need everything that comes in nature. And the same is with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the same is with ourselves. There's no way, right, that I can be a good mom if every time I'm triggered by something in my past, I lash out at my child. Mm -hmm. No possible way. Yeah, because that's why it happens. Yes. Right? It has nothing with a two-year-old being a two-year-old and everything to do with what, how we were raised and influences that we've had. And that's what shadow work is. Duality is important because with that shadow work, we're recognizing that shadow self, that self that we hide, right? That traumatic, traumatized wound itself. We need to heal her. She's usually still a baby. She is. <laughs> I don't mind six years old. You know what I mean? Like, I know it. 
we got to cuddle her. We have yeah. to do some time ins with her, you know, and, and really get down to the nitty gritty. And sometimes we need therapy a lot right. of the time. The time I'll venture to say all the time, right. therapy is useful in that shadow work process. And it never stops. Right. And that I think that is a huge part of it, too, is that people think that once you do it one time, that's it. Like, it's mm -hmm. never ending because there's yeah. always going to be something that might trigger you. And the thing is, is that people are like, well, I don't want to be triggered anymore. Well, okay, well, stop being human because there's going to be something. So mm -hmm. really, the growth is in the way you respond to it or the way you stop to think because that's really what I've been doing. I'm like, okay, is this something to get mad at? It's absolutely not. So don't have a panic attack. Don't have a meltdown. Don't throw a fit. Don't abuse these children because they've done something that, is, that kids do. You know, right. like, we just really have to be able to look at ourselves. And I think that is what people don't want to do because it is hard and it's painful to say, oh man, I acted like that because when I was six, those people wouldn't let me be the ladybug in the play. Like, this was even like two weeks ago, I sat on the toilet by myself and I was crying because I remember that I really wanted to be this ladybug. But of course, everybody was white at the school, except for me. So they didn't pick me, even though I know I sang the song like a grown woman. But they hey now. Me, and I felt rejected. And in that moment was when there she was. And she was a big old bitch for what, like 32, 33 years? Just yeah. like, leave me alone. I know y'all are fucking with me. I, I know nobody likes me and don't want to be my friend the whole time. And if I had continued to go like this and not look at that part of myself, I would never have been able to say to you what I was experiencing or be able to share that with other people. So I think this is really important. And I want people to be able to be open with themselves and not feel weird or crazy if they feel like they want to be on a spiritual journey, you know? Absolutely. Self-awareness is really key. You know, um, when, when people, you know, oh, I feel like I might be doing something wrong or, you know, this feels bad or something, you have to address where those feelings are coming from. And it comes from, you know, conditioning, societal conditioning and, and uh, Christian teachings a lot of the time. Because we're taught, if it ain't Jesus, it's bad. Right period. Like I wasn't allowed to listen to anything but Jesus and jazz music because if it wasn't Jesus, it was bad and jazz was okay because most of the time it didn't have any words. Right. Like, <laughs> that was it.